Welcome to Trap Life Podcast. I am your gracious host. I am here with my illustrious guest, uh, one of my favorite people, uh, Jaylon Clark. What's going on? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming through today. Thank you. We're just going to get right into it. Okay. So I'm going to just throw out these questions to you. You know, this is a very experimental format that we're playing with. So I really do appreciate you being one of the first to come sit with us and, you know, just discuss entrepreneurship and business. And I know all these concepts are really close on your heart, you know, especially philosophy, all that good stuff. So let's just jump right in. Thank you for the warm welcome, Pete. Let's go deep. Okay. So, um, define leadership and Describe your leadership style. Leadership, I don't think, can be described in just one way. Leadership comes in, in many different in many different ways, but I think the best leaders are, are the people that lead by example because people think to be a leader, you have to be all the biggest, toughest guy, and you're just, oh, you do this, you do that, but a leader leads by example. If you want someone to do something and you want to influence them, you have to physically in this material world, in this material body, show them, you know what I'm saying? Give them examples of what that looks like. Definitely, definitely. So you say influence. Um, Can you kind of walk us through how you make the distinction between influence and power? I think it's like a subtle distinction. I'm just kind of curious to hear what other people's thoughts are on the matter. Power is like... You're controlling and forcing someone. Influencing is you're inviting someone to do something. You're not saying you have to, but you say, will you do this? Not you do this. It's will you. Okay. So an offer. with that being said, would you prefer to have influence to be a great influencer or someone who has power? Influence. I'd rather influence people and make them make that decision on their own rather than making them feel obligated to do something. I think long-term, you get better results with influence. That's just my thoughts on it. Definitely. Uh, great responses. So, okay. Um, describe your... Give us some of your background as a kid. Who's Jalon growing up? Who's Jalon right now today? About to go face graduating real soon. Yeah. High school senior. Yes, sir. Join the Air Force. What's that looking like for you? Take us through your life so far. I mean, as a kid, I've I've always been the same. I just have a better understanding of things now. Nothing about me has really changed. I just am more motivated. I have have an idea of what I want to do. I know what I want to do, and I know what the steps I need to take to get that is. And I'm open. I'm open up to ideas and open up to different ways of pursuing that. But I know where my goal is, and I know where I want to be now. Okay, and where's that? Successful billionaire. Billionaire. Yeah, but not success isn't the money. But success is the things I can do with that money, the charities I can start, the people I can influence, okay. and the opportunities I can create for myself and offer that to my kids as an incentive. Okay, so let me ask you this question. What is a cause that's going on in today 
that you're just all in on, that that just your heart's on fire for, you're just obsessed with, you want to make a difference in this particular area? Single moms. Single moms, okay. Yeah. Tell us about that. What inspires you to... That That's how it was for me. These ladies, you're a single mom, and they make it happen. They make it happen. And I know, I know my mama was stressing. But, and I'm, mom, I want to play this sport. I want to do this. I, I didn't understand yet that, you know, money wasn't just coming in like that. I didn't understand that yet. So I thought it, I was just asking this. But I know, like, she can never tell me, you know, as a single mom, she, she don't want to tell her kid no. Right. Who, who does? But she didn't have that money, but she made it happen somehow. And something needs to be done about that. I'm my. I want to start a charity for that. I'm going to start a charity for single moms whose kids want to play sports, boys, girls doesn't matter. Because you know sports can be very expensive. Extremely. You know cleats. You know soccer, football, lacrosse, basketball, basketball, all yeah. of it. Wrestling tournaments. It, it all adds up. It all adds up. Tennis. All of it. I don't think there's one cheap sport I can think of. No. You know, that doesn't... Track? Not even really. <laughs> yeah. But that, that track would probably be the cheapest, if anything. So, um, kind of describe what you think emotional intelligence is for us, and then describe your specific emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is pretty much just understanding... And being aware of how someone else is feeling because of what you said and why they're saying that and why they're thinking that way. And also being aware of their body language if they're making eye contact with you. You know what I'm saying? If when you're speaking with them, they're nodding and they're engaged in what's going on. And just awareness. Emotional intelligence is awareness from my understanding. And what was the second question you asked? What's your specific emotional intelligence style like body language your body won't lie okay for me that's that's what I, I i pick up off that i'll know i'll know what our conversation's gonna gonna be like and where it's gonna head based on your body language absolutely absolutely all right so why entrepreneurship it's the most lucrative thing and it's exciting. It's not like, oh, this is your salary. You will do this every single day in your of your life. You know, when you're an entrepreneur, it's going to be one day you're doing real good. The next day you're doing terrible. And then one day you want to quit. But then the day after that, you just made $2 million. And then you're continuing to grow. And it's it's up and down. It's up and down, which is it's taxing and it's a toll. But if, you, if your perspective on it is I'm excited and I'm going to do this and you have a good attitude towards it and you understand that, it's okay to fail and that in order for you to succeed you do have to fail which is absolutely important absolutely and it's exciting and it's it's just engaging and you're not taking orders from someone but you get to be creative with what you're doing and you can take in ideas and you could change what you're doing and you could switch it up and you could just roam and be creative which is awesome so where do you feel like your creativity, where do you get your creativity from? And how do you um, ex- execute on it in the world? 
I search for my creativity, you know what I'm saying? I try to see what other people are doing, and I'm like, okay, this is how you're doing that. This is how you're seeing it. I'm going to put my... I use my emotion with creativity. So if like I'm having a shitty day and I'm writing a song, then that song is either it's going to be a shitty song or what I'm writing about is going to be some really dark shit. And I try to just find a balance with that and use emotion for what I'm doing rather than a logic behind it. Definitely, definitely. Okay, I'm going to ask you our top three questions kind of just go through them real quick okay um you can go all the way up to five but if you just give us three we're good to go right sounds good all right so we'll do this little lightning round but uh we say lightning but take your time with them we want we're uh quality over quantity here right but uh name your top three hip-hop artists and hip-hop songs right now Top three artists, Future, Two Chains, Juice World, and then songs, Searching by Snipers, I Thank You by Future, <coughs> Excuse me. and Saturday Night by Two Chains. Bless you. Okay. And what are your who are your top three entrepreneurs of all time or currently? You Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, and a third one. I'd have to say Dan Blazarian. Okay. Why those three? Dan Blazarian because he is a hard body motherfucker. And he served our country. And he's having he has fun with his life every single day. At least that's what he portrays. I don't personally know these people, so it's hard for me to right. say so. But on the outside on the outside looking in, it looks like he enjoys every single moment of his life. Takes care of his health. Lives in a beautiful home, chills with beautiful women every day, smokes an intense amount of weed. But He's also a businessman, and he doesn't give a fuck about what anyone thinks. He's going to do what he wants to do because he wants to do it. Even if it's something bad, I respect it because he stays true to it. And then Bill Gates, because he, man, is smart. He's wealthy. Dropped out of school, didn't go to college. You know, everyone was blah, 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 blah. He made it happen. And there's times I know I know for a fact there's he's failed numerous times. Yet he still keeps going, still kept going, did what he needed to do, and then before he passed away, I saw um, a quote about what he said, and he was talking about how you could have all the money in the world and like none of it would matter, none of it really matters if you're not happy with that, which is something that's really important. You you shouldn't want your for me, it's like, I don't want the money. I want the money for what it can do for me, for the opportunity. Um, Steve Jobs had the quote. Yeah. Steve Jobs said that? That was Steve Jobs? I thought that was Bill Gates. Bill Gates didn't pass away yet. I'm Steve Jobs is the one that passed away. I'm tweaking. I'm tweaking. We can have to better. Let's go. Yeah. Steve, Steve Jobs. 
Steve Jobs. I'd I get confused. I'm at fault for that. But Steve Jobs. Okay. Um, but just like you can you can buy things with that money. And it's not about the things, but it's about the you have you have more things to do with your time when you have more money. There's more you can do with your time. Absolutely. And then for the first one, totally I forgot who I said. Who I said. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. He's just a young man. He's a young young man, very young, making it happen. Started out with something small and kept going after, and and that's. You know what I'm saying? You keep going, you're young, and you, you fight, you fight, you fight, you fight. I respect the, I respect the hell out of that. Definitely, definitely. So give us your top three athletes. Chad Ochoa, Allen Iverson, Michael Jordan. Why? For all three. Chad Ochoa, difference maker. Did what he wanted to do, but also backed it up. He would talk, 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 talk on the field. Crazy celebrations. That's what makes the game, at least the NFL, exciting. You know, all these people around, they're, they're there for a show. They're not there. They're there to watch football, but they want to see something crazy happen. And he did that. Bringing in money, generating revenue. And he's also a very financially wise man. Does what he needs to do with his money. Takes care of his kids. Respect him as a person. At least from what he portrays to the media. From what I understand, he's a good man. Does what he needs to do. Allen Iverson, he was just cold-blooded. Cold-blooded on court. Could have been great. Just gone to some other things and, you know, paid the consequence for it. But I, I love Allen Iverson. Um, Michael Jordan, that's, I feel like that's straightforward. He's the greatest to ever play the game. It's interesting that two of your all-time favorite athletes are basketball players, but your favorite sport is actually football. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, right? So do you feel like maybe you brought some, like a basketball mindset to the football field? In your style of play? Yeah, you know, because... It's a lot. It's a lot easier to have swag, you know. When you're playing basketball, you could be drippy on the court, and you know, be uh, real smooth with everything you do on the court. You can be like that. You could play that game with finesse. You could play any game with finesse. So I, I definitely did. I used to be a hooper. Used to love hooping. Wrestled in high school though, cause I love fighting and wrestling. So I just like the swagger that Allen Iverson played with. And the finesse, and I try to implement that in my game. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, last of the uh, three questions, the top three questions, but describe three transferable skill sets and what makes them transferable and useful and valuable and all that good stuff. Comprehensive communication, which is, you know, you can just say anything to someone and you're communicating, but... Just because you said it doesn't mean they, they're understanding and comprehending with what you're saying. So when you talk to someone, making sure they're getting and understanding what you're saying. And another skill set is probably my ability to connect with people. 
I think that's that's important because if there's no connection between two people, they'll never you'll never be able to get anything done. Whether you're working, playing a game, like you need to be able to to relate and to connect and to to be a human like we're meant to do is is connect with people and talk and and make that real life face to face connection. And the third one is. A handshake, which is something so small, but that that handshake and that first impression and like the smile, like those three things together. That's like that's that's a difference maker with a lot of people, at least for me. Like if you come up and you got a real lame handshake and it's all fishy and you, I don't, I can't respect that. Shake my hand, look me in the eye like a man, and smile. So even something as just simple as uh, a nonverbal handshake right nonverbal gesture in the form of a handshake i should say that could be a skill set like practicing it making sure it's you get your timing around your precision your grip everything that goes into an effective handshake yeah absolutely okay so anyone that knows me knows that tupac shakur has played a profound role in my life um, definitely someone that has just inspired me, um, you know, since I was about 12, 13 years old, um, Tupac is what inspired me to fall in love with hip hop. And this song in particular, Ghetto Gospel, was the one that, where I really started getting into writing and rapping, working on my flow, but really just developing as a lyricist and wanting to inspire people with music. Um, and that has led me on a journey into entrepreneurship, but what the song ghetto gospel has a few lines that just always resonate with me, um, about the youth and how we relate to them, but it definitely resonates with me when I think about Jaylon. Um, Jaylon is someone that you know, he just has a warrior spirit about him and it's instant. You can just tell that he's a real one the second that you, you know, the moment that you chop it up with him and, um, you know, you just catch a vibe. He just gives such a positive energy out. And I'm so excited to see how the future unfolds for him. Uh, greatness is in him and he's going to do everything to get every drop of his potential out. Um, and, you know, gift us with all of his energies, uh, into the world. So, um, very proud of that. I was thinking about making this, uh, the interviews a little less than 40 minutes. Um, Jaylon still was still in high school when this was actually recorded, um, came in between, uh, classes, um, so that we could get this done. Um, really appreciate that. Um, there were some aspects of it that um, he just wanted to edit it um, just because he mentioned someone's name um, that he just didn't want out there. So we are editing from that perspective, uh, but the rest of it is pretty unfiltered. It's raw, um, just trying to kind of leave it uncut. So just kind of taking out those um, aspects, uh, just because we want to respect people's privacy and we don't want to mention names. This is not a snitch podcast, right? Um, we, we don't endorse that here. 
Um, so it's it's a place where you can come and share good information and you know just keep things flowing, keep things smooth. Um, so that again, the format of this podcast is very fluid. Um, I'm thinking right now that uh, you know I'll probably really I have a lot of interviews lined up. Uh, Jalon was actually my second interview. Um, and so I apologize for the, um, rust on my part, uh, with the interviewing, I promise I will get better as it goes, but, um, if you liked part one, keep rocking with us into part two. Um, I have a couple of other interviews already recorded, uh, that we're just waiting to get out to you. So, um, keep rocking with us. I, again, I promise is constant progression, but it's very free-flowing. I'm pretty much just freestyling this um, podcast. But um, definitely, Jalen def- Jaylon definitely has more gems to drop in part two. Um, so stay tuned. Trap life.